1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi on the network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device
2: and vehicle required. On April 4th, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King was shot and killed in Memphis a petty criminal named James Earl Ray was arrested. Case closed, right? James Earl Ray was a pawn for the official story. Some of the evidence, as far as I was concerned, did not match the circumstances. This is the MLK Tapes. The first episodes are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever
0: you get your podcasts.
3: Hey, what's up? It's your man Carlos Miller of the 85 South Show. Do me a favor, make sure you check out The Black Market, hosted by me, only on the 85 South Show feed. Subscribe to the 85 South Show to hear and tune in to The Black Market. Hear amazing interviews with entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders, people who are doing amazing things in the black community. Listen to The Black Market on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Like I said, every time, every episode, it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. And we talk about gifts. We talk about passion. Well, leave with your gifts. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews on this show is about and with celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest is Tamla Mann. She is a Grammy Award winner. BET Award winner, Billboard Music Award winner, NAACP Image Award winner, Gospel Music Stella Award winner, GMA Dove Award winner, songwriter, producer, and businesswoman. As an actress, she stars in Tyler Perry's Assisted Living on BET. Tyler Perry's Assisted Living is the number one new scripted series for African-Americans 18 to 49 and 25 to 54. And I'm not through, y'all. Tamla's on the show to talk about her career and her new gospel album, Overcomer a compelling collection of songs that takes the listener on the journey Tamla has been traveling the past few years. Please welcome, we always have a good time. She puts a smile on my face, and she inspires my viewers and my listeners, Tamla Man to Money Making Conversations. Tamla. <laughs> What's
4: going on? Hey. you know, How I always, are
2: you? I, I'm doing fantastic, and I always got a lot to say when you come on the show. You look fantastic. I see awards behind you. Are they blessings? You know, people always say, you know, when you you achieve a certain level, it can be a blessing and a curse. Talk about that experience of being successful, Talma, man. Well, I won't say it's a curse, but sometimes you're not going to please. The
4: thing I've learned is you're not going to please everybody. Mm -hmm. So I I enjoy it. I mean, I'm just living, as the kids say now, I'm living my best life. And I really (laughs) thank God for the favor that he's given me But the, I mean, thank God for the awards, but I don't try not to get caught up into all mm-hmm. of that. I mm-hmm. just like serving. I just love serving. We well,
2: you know. Look like at Tom Brady when he won the Super Bowl. You know, he said he wanted to win another Super Bowl, and that's and I think that's that's what we we, we have to understand that don't hold on sometimes to what you've accomplished. Look at what you can do, and I've always yeah. felt that about you know you know I love David. Your husband is deaf, and today I got you by yourself today to talk about the things you're doing for your career. Because it always seems that sometimes when you are married, you can get caught up and people just think you can only do things as a pair. You don't have a life. But I've always seen you as an individual and saw him as a successful individual. Talk about that relationship as a couple and then defining yourself as Tamla Man. As a couple, I, I can say for
4: myself, I look at us as being a powerful couple couple because of us believing and supporting one another. And we just try to be examples for other people to see that you can work together and, you know, be some shakers and be some movers to get some things done because we're just really sent to be encouragers. And as individuals, it works for us because we, we're not jealous of each other. We're in each other's corners. We have each other's best interest at heart and making whatever that goal is or desire that you have. We want to make it come to pass for each other. Like now David and got my career off and going and now I want him. I told him, let's do it. (laughs) Let's go do whatever you need to do or want to do. Let's make that happen. And we're just used to allowing each other to have that light. If it's his time to be in the light, Mm -hmm. I'm cool with just standing in the background cheering
2: him on and vice versa for me. Well, the, the beauty of being in the background, you really ain't in the background, Tamla, okay? You know, you, you, you're so much in I the like front.
1: You're I so much in front of everybody.
2: You're in front of me. You're in front of Steve Harvey. You're in front of a lot of people, girl, especially in that gospel world. And that's a beautiful thing because we don't know the journeys that we see. We, all we do is wake up in the morning, we feel blessed because God allowed us. I always tell people, alarm clock doesn't wake me up. God will yes. be up. You know, a, alarm clock just have to be some physical tool that reminds me that I can get up at a certain time, but, but I get up, but I look at your schedule. Let I'm just tell y'all something about Taylor Man. When they these uh, hard working should be her middle name. Hard working should be David Mann's middle name. While working on her album Overcomer, she filmed two movies: Soul Santa and the new Tyler Perry's movie Madea. Cause remember Tyler said he wasn't gonna do Madea no more. Okay, right. so, you know, but they roll that check in front of you, make you do a lot of things. Make you do a lot of things, okay? You I, know what, well, but he I, wanted to bring laughter, too. And go, let me defend go, my go, go. brother.
4: We've been going through so much. He was like, y'all, I just wanted us to get together and make people laugh again. So he... It's really, this movie, Madea's Homecoming, is going to make y'all laugh. I'm telling you, it's some funny junk going on in this movie. And when y'all see what's going on with Mr. Brown, I tell you, it's, it's hilarious.
2: It's hilarious. I'm going to tell you something, Tyler. I, I can see, I can see uh, Tyler Perry at the Netflix office, right? I ain't ever going to do uh, Madea no more. Then that man said, wrote some numbers out. (laughs) He probably broke out of Madeira right there. What y'all want? What y'all want, girl? What y'all want? <laughs> Start calling y'all from Netflix, girl, Mister Br- get Tell Mister Brown to, to pull up for- Get them clothes out that closet. Medea is back in the filmmaking business. <laughs> right, get the game together. Right, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now tell us about Soul Santa now, because we know what Medea wow. is. Soul Santa. And, and that—that's a whole Soul
4: Santa is going to be something really different for us as a couple. We still as a couple, but we have. Some disagreements going on here, but it's serious. Right. You know, it's a drama. Um, normally, you know, we have comedy uh, and drama, but this time uh, it's just more drama. And David is, you'll get to see him in a different light. And I really believe it's a really, really cute, loving
2: Christmas movie. It's just going to put you in the Christmas spirit. Well, you know, the thing about that, when I talk about, like, I always look at Kevin Hart. And I always tell people, Kevin Hart's going to win the Oscar. Because mm-hmm. he can really act. He, he's a, he's structured his career where you can accept him as a comedian, and now you can accept him as a serious actor. And yes. and I've always seen David, and and because he's 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 a person. When you sit down and talk to him, you can just see that other side of him, because he's not a guy who has to be on all the time to entertain you. And that allows mm-hmm. me to let him know that he can cross over and be serious. He can cross over, and be focused. He he, can he cross really over with the role. So so when you start seeing him and the script came to you, what were your thoughts? of the opportunity and what was his thoughts that he shared with you when he saw he had to do a more serious role? He was, he was serious and he was
4: serious, happy about it. Mm-hmm. And for him to be serious, I mean, it was hard. On Like when we were recording it, a uh, feminine, you know, some things he wanted to bring in some comedy, but he had to really structure himself to just be straight. And um, Terry Vaughn was our director. And boy, when I tell you she was working with us, she was like, no, we're not doing anything (laughs) like sitcoms. It's straight. I don't want no laughter right here. So it was really challenging, but a great challenge for him. And even to the extent that uh, him, you know, he was a drinker in the movie, so he had to be drunk. So that was something totally different for him. Right. So it's. Crazy, it's really crazy, but he did it. He did now, a great and job. And all
2: this was done during the pandemic, okay? Yes, which means, which means yes. that we're gonna get you some more stuff you done done pandemic because you was busy during the pandemic. Pandemic didn't slow you down. It, it, it didn't. Thank the Lord, it really didn't. So how was that done? When you know when you when you guys uh, uh quarantined to on, on on his uh compound? How were you able to do these movies and feel still comfortable that you could be safe and your family was safe when you saw him again? On the compound with Tyler Perry Studios, yes. We
4: once you you had the test before you got in, we tested like two to three times a week. Mm -hmm. And it was like once you got on, you cannot, you couldn't leave. Okay. So we were on campus the whole time that we were there filming, which was great. Tyler made sure that everybody had everything they needed. It was it was incredible. It was it was expensive for him, but it was very incredible how he took care of everybody and safety was the First thing that they, I mean, they pumped that into us with being right up on each other and still social distance Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, all of that. mm -hmm. Then when we did the movie, we were being tested as well Mm -hmm. two, three times a week. And it was not so as confined as the base of Tyler Perry Studios, but they kind of told us they didn't really want us going out. It's like, we will go film, test and be, like, right in the hotel pretty much. Everybody, they had everybody stay at one hotel. They almost rented out the whole hotel right, for right, everybody. Right. So mm-hmm. it would just be us there. But we tested, like, two to three times a week, and they were really pushing, you know, social distance and keeping your mask on. And mm-hmm. um, the actors, we had to do these shields right. once they put right. your makeup on. But everybody had to be masked up. Like, hair makeup had to have on two masks. Like right. a mask and a shield. Right. Mm-hmm. So they were being. Everybody was being very careful.
2: That's awesome. We've been that's really awesome. blessed. We've been really blessed. So now that's We we got the two movies. We got the Soul Santa out the way. We got the Tyler Perry Bedelia film out the way. Then she shot two seasons. I'm talking about she being town man. Shot two seasons of Tyler Perry's Assisted Living. Woo, girl. Okay. Uh. 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 How you interviewing with me? Why you ain't tired?
4: Well, I was tired, so I had to
2: push. <laughs> I took
4: a, I took a few breaks. I took uh, some breaks. Mm-hmm. But and then two working on the music. But you know what? You have to kind of work while it's day. You have to just keep going while you can, because mm-hmm. you don't know what we do, you don't know what's gonna happen next. So you kind of have to work. When it's time to work. And, 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 and then, I think that a lot of people don't do that. When it's time to play,
2: then you play. A lot of people don't do that. They put restrictions on what they can do. Uh, I could, oh, I do say, oh, they say something like, I do it later. Or that opportunity, they going to come back around. And that's not always true. That's
4: not, yep, yeah, that's not. And it's so not, then, it's not true that thi- it's going to come back. They may go get somebody else.
2: Absolutely. And, and the miss, thing that I, loved that, you, that I love about you, that I love about you, because I always talk about you being a businesswoman was the launch of your clothing line the Tamala Man collection because to me you know cuz i you know I, I i love seeing talent i love seeing gifted people but some people just can see you in that lane and think that's all you can do and that's what i always champion your business so side of you you know every time i talk to you we talk business so talk about that whole the Tamala Man collection how did it get started and what motivated you to do it what motivated me to do it was trying to go
4: find some nice things for plus size. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Because, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times when it comes to our fabrics, you know, they have some stuff that look like tablecloths. And we don't want to look like a tablecloth. Right. Even mm-hmm. though we may be thick, we mm-hmm. don't want to look like them. We want to look cute, too. Mm-hmm. So I was really tuned in on, like, the plus size thick ladies. I don't, you know, I, hate, I don't even like the word plus size. I say thick. Mm-hmm. You know, nice right. with our curves <laughs> everywhere. But whoever right. got, wherever your curves are, I like that. That's worth it. So sizes twelve to thirty-two. It was for your everyday woman. Something nice and comfortable is what we were aiming for. And the quality—it was all. It's all about Timberman collection with the quality of work and how well it's put together. So when I'm talking to my uh, my young the manager, which is my daughter that runs it, mm-hmm. and the other lady that helps us with distribution, mm-hmm. I'm all about pushing the fabrics that we choose. My daughter helps. My daughter and my daughter-in-law, all three of us, and they're younger. So we're trying to right. help for my age group and mm-hmm. the younger age group mm-hmm. so we can have something for everybody. So we try to, just, you know, dress up. I want it to be cute, comfortable, right? where it's you can do, do your errands, uh, actually work out in it. Yes, yes. Those comfortable clothes you can just throw on and throw Absolutely. and go, in got to worry about ironing it. Things like that. That's you know, how that so, came
2: about. It's something comfortable and cute for our thick ladies. Right. So so tell David <laughs> to do the same thing for me. Because when I get out these suits, I just want some comfortable stuff that I can just go out in the yard or I can just go to the store or I go to Home Depot or go to the Kroger's or whatever. Comfortable, but look good, though. I still got to have my little style on me. You know, have my flavor. That's what you're saying your clothing line is. You can look comfortable. You can feel comfortable, but you still look good and cute. Yes. The Tamil exactly. Man Collection. That's what we talk about. Now that now this leads to the song He Did It For Me. Now, when I when I heard that title, He Did It For Me, that that, that resonated with me. Because I'm not a person that I'm not, I'm gonna tell you straight up I'm not a church goer. I'm not a person who can recite quotes from the Bible. You know, I, I'm not gonna even say that. But that my faith, <laughs> you cannot question that because I am strong in my faith. I'm strong in my belief that I'm blessed to be here. I, I, I wake up because of the the, the the mercy of God. My family is here because of the, the blessings that he provides for me to be able to take care of them. And the fact that I come home every day is tied to his blessings. So when I hear it, he did it for me, what did it resonate to you? Because you created the song. You sing the song. He did it for me comes from a place. I had did this. I had did... Um, an interview.
4: And, um, uh, then I, I heard, I got back of, uh, someone saying, you know, that I'm doing a lot of things and a lot of doors are opening for me. And why is she getting all of these things? Uh-huh. And
0: uh-huh. it
4: really hurt me to the core, honestly, where it brought me to tears where I'm not out here. No one is handing me anything. Right. We're working for, we work for everything that we have. Uh-huh. And I just, I was talking to the a producer uh which was Phil Bryan at the time and I was like, man, this don't come easy, the gifts that we have. And I just didn't understand why the words were being said, why is everything coming to her? Why like it's I guess it looks easy, but it's not easy for me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I just really I just really didn't understand, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I was like, it was God who did this for me. I didn't do it for myself. It was a favor Mm -hmm. that he's placed upon my life with the work that I've put in. Mm -hmm. And that's how he did it for me. came about that it's no goodness of my own, but the Lord saw fit to, to bless me.
0: it's finally here the season of celebration and no matter how you celebrate with family and friends whether you're preparing for reyes magos or karamu lighting the menorah or going to midnight mass kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special plus you'll find gifts for all your loved ones send warm wishes with cozy fleeces sweaters loungewear blankets and throws So, this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com. Look through your children's
1: eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this
3: fascinating world.
0: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org.
3: Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: Well, you know the, the interesting thing about it is that I look at I look at my life, you know, and I, and I look at your life too, because you know we've known each other a long time. And it, when you're young, you know, when you're young in your twenties and thirties, you don't see forties and fifties. You just don't see it. And then mm-hmm. I and then I look at young people being successful in their twenties and thirties, and I and I, and I, and I I often think, do they understand how much it takes to get to the forties and fifties with that same level of success? And then I realize I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I work hard, but I'm blessed because the opportunity presented to me. And I just I guess what I'm just trying to say to you is that he did it for me really as a testimony to that. You understood that at 20 he did it for you, 30 he did it for you, in your 40s and older he did it for you. So yes. and a lot of people don't understand that they get lost because they only live in for the moment. Because mm-hmm. I tell people I'm going to live as long as I don't know what retirement means. I don't know how you're supposed to walk at 50 or 60 or 70. But Roshan going to walk like Roshan. Roshan going to dress right. like Roshan. And I think that when I hear the title, he did it for me. That's all you're saying. Don't criticize me for what I'm achieving. Because I'm not trying to take credit for what I'm achieving. Exactly. Exactly. That's so true.
4: That's true. And, and, and I think sometimes people feel like, you know, give me a shot. But you know, once upon a time in my life, I can't say, I would be looking like, Lord, why, why, I'm not being blessed. But once I honestly start putting the work in and start believing what I prayed for, that's when the Lord started moving in my behalf because my faith starts standing on its own to trust God,
2: to be God. Right. Mm-hmm. And
4: he started doing, he started doing it for
2: me. Right. Now, you know, uh, when I, when we think about your life, you know, uh, my, my, my I got on the scale of the other day. I, I just recently had a, a gallbladder surgery, you know, oh. and, um, like three weeks ago. And uh, hey, what you doing at work? Girl, I'm going to tell you something. I enjoy my life, okay? God told me I get up. I'm just telling you, Tamalee, don't be telling me. Don't be criticizing me for sitting up here interviewing you, okay? okay. God, I keep telling you, God woke me up. Say, okay, it's good. I'm not pushing myself. I ain't out there running no marathon. I'm not on no, you just I'm, not, I'm not on you no balance beam. That. Okay. I'm, I'm not doing none of that. I'm just getting up, putting on a nice suit, sitting in the air conditioning room, interviewing a friend. Okay, you can stop. <laughs> stop. Okay. So I had gallbladder okay. surgery. And then and, and just and so in my stupid behind, I'm taking uh alka I'm talking tums. I'm thinking it's a stomachache, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because that's what we do. You know, we don't realize our body's talking to us. We try to ignore and try to remedy certain needs. So recently, mm-hmm. uh, in your life, this journey that we're talking to that led you to the album that we're going to hear, The Overcomer, you had double knee surgery, you had physical therapy, you were on a wellness journey. Talk about that, because yeah. I always tell people on the show, I try to present a life that I'm not perfect. I try to present a life that I make mistakes, and sometimes I don't understand yes, because people look at me like i know it all i'm successful i don't have any problems or you know i don't have any money issues i do have money issues every day and so that's right you had double surgery do. you had physical talk about that whole journey of wellness for you that makes you comfortable to talk about it today okay
4: well that's how overcomer came about the, the last five or six years i was actually working in pain dancing around doing filming All of these things were happening and I will be in so much pain and, you know, once, but while I was working, it's like, it didn't bother me. But once I came off stage or sit down, my knees would be hurting me so bad. Mm -hmm. And after going through the surgery, not knowing how I was going to, if everything was going to work properly, you know, if my body was going to adjust to this material being in my body Mm -hmm. and I'm like, Lord, you know, I need you to help me. Overcome this. And then with the wellness thing, again, it's like I didn't want to be a liability on my family. So it's like, you got to do something different Mm -hmm. if you want some different results. So it's,
2: I'm
4: still, that's why I took the album, the name Overcomer, because it's a day by day walk that by faith I'm going to overcome. I'm overcoming, I've lost some weight, but I still got goals that I want to reach. I want to complete and finish. That that I started, and with the with the knees and everything, I went through therapy, like you said, and it's like every day, every day, you know, it's getting better and better. so it's, um, it's been two years, July, so it's like I'm getting better and better, and I just want to be like that even in my life. Right. I just want to get better. I don't want to be even though I'm 50, in my fifties, mm-hmm. I still want to be able to learn from somebody. I can mm-hmm. learn from a young person mm-hmm. or even an older person. I'm open to receive. It's good if it's gonna make me better. I'm willing to do that.
2: Well, you know. So that's
4: how I'm working at being an overcomer every day <laughs> and I'm encouraging those who are watching and listening that we all can overcome and we can conquer. Well,
2: come on now. Yo, you 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 special now. The two albums, two songs on the album, Overcomer and Conquer. She just slipped that in so smooth. That's that's what I was dealing with a pro. You know, so well, you can overcome well, what, and you that's can conquer. That,
4: that's how it came about, <laughs> young, is The word started with completion. And when I look the word up, finish is in it. Mm-hmm. So, a lot, and I realize a lot of things we've started in our lives, and I even my, in my own life, I took it personal. All these songs, I took them personal. Mm-hmm. I've started things that, you know, you start cleaning up in the room, and before so you know it, you know, start in another room, and you haven't even finished completing that task. Mm-hmm. So, my thing is to stay focused and finish. Mm-hmm. this album we started with finished work the work that god has begun in us we're gonna finish mm-hmm. and with his help we're gonna complete it right and then the a- album the last song on the album is called finish mm-hmm. that we will finish and we're gonna finish well
2: well the beauty of this now uh, you've always had people write songs for you you always never participated right. in that side of it talk about that because you know it's it's my confidence too you know, it's about well, what you write makes sense. Well, if you told somebody you wrote this, would well, they would they look at you and just pacify you? But it, and then say that's good, but then slide something oh, else in Rashawn, front of you. you 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 boy, you anointed
4: to do what you do <laughs> because those are my exact thoughts as a as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Is this gonna make sense? I don't know. And I mean, me and my daughter was sitting with the the producer, and he really helped me. Oh, he did it for me. He helped me on help me to really realize that my words and even with Travis Green he wrote finish. I sit and talk to him for about about an hour of what I wanted to talk about, and he took all my words mm-hmm. and put them into finish. And the same thing, what he did it for me with Phil mm-hmm. and all of us just working together. It's like he helped my confidence come alive, Mm -hmm. you know, like dealing with sometimes, you know, it takes you switching up and doing something with somebody else to see, to stir up the gift in, you You know, and that's what's happened on this album that I realized that my words can be good and that they are important. And that they're not too small that they can be that they can be
2: used. Absolutely. You know that when she says Phil, she's talking about Philip Bryant and my boy uh, Kurt Franklin those on there Travis Green, who I love the to death. Travis the Green, I love to death. I gotta get him back on the show. <laughs> and then you have my boy, I call him the church outlaw, Todd Delaney. Got Todd the he lady is, on you. He is how you, how you get name. Todd the lady? The I church outlaw. I'm him and tell him outlaw. That is good for him. <laughs> how you get the church outlaw on your album, church girl? Huh? Overcome Conqueror? I, he did it for I me? Called, I called Todd and
4: I said, Todd, I want to talk about finishing. I said, I want to talk about the work that we've begun in the Lord to finish. Mm. And when I tell you he called me back. And I was, it was a scratch of him playing on the piano. And I said, man, I said, this is
2: it. Yes, yes.
4: So yes. we wound up going to Chicago with mm-hmm. his band and singers and recording it live. Yeah. With his producer. Uh, Duke Janelle, and Earl Ju- L Jamelle. and all them folks up there. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, man, I tell you, I, it was so, it was like a heavenly experience. And we mm-hmm. was in a, in a sanctuary with just us. And just a very few people that work in the church. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you it was like the Lord met us there. And I'm I'm so excited because it's like another side of me that no one's seen or heard
1: mm-hmm. on finished mm-hmm. work. And mm-hmm. I'm
4: just mm-hmm. I'm just geeked and nervous for every you know, of course, when you come with new music, you don't know what people gonna receive and right. all that. But I just believe in my heart that the God has given me is going to really be able to bless the people. And that's my goal, is to bring hope, inspiration, and let people know that the mercies of God still exist on this earth. And everybody is not out to get us, and that we can accomplish those things that God has begun in us. He's a healer, that he can heal us of all manner of diseases that's going on in the world. We don't have to walk in fear. If we do what we need to do and do what we're supposed to do, we're gonna work
2: at it. We're gonna be fine. Tamla, you know I, I, Aretha uh, Franklin, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, when she did the Amazing Grace, and I'm gonna, mm-hmm. just, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, um, every time I see you, I see, I see that moment. There's gonna be a moment when you are gonna just settle into understanding all your blessings. Like that's why this album is special, Overcomer, because you, you finally step past that thing that said my words have value. I, yes, sir. You know, yes, I can sir. write it down and it gonna mean something to somebody else because it means something to me. Yes. See, the next yes, thing sir. is going to be That's like that great. little journey you went up to Chicago and did with Todd. The next time, yeah. all y'all gonna be in the room. Travis Green gonna be in the room with you, Kurt Franklin gonna be in the room, Philip Bryan gonna Kimbrough gonna be in the room with you. And it's gonna be about you telling yes, everybody, you know, about the king, about he did it for me. Talk about the conqueror. Talking about yes. all these journeys that mean something. And I just want to let you know is this this album is a blessing for you. Cause finally, I think that's the final step. Because you know every time I interview you, I'm always, I love David. I'm always stepping into you because I know you a person have all these great talents. You kind of background it a little bit. And David yes. has pushed you out there and finally you feel the anointment of who you and what you can be. I just, I'm just so happy for you. I am so happy for you.
4: Thank you so much. You look you you're
2: bringing tears to my eyes. So thank you so much for that encouragement. <laughs> that is that's great. That's know, great. You know I, I know. It, you, and then, you know every time I come on the show, I got to talk about the family because you mentioned your daughter earlier, and uh, yes. you know you y'all, y'all, y'all went out on tour a couple of years before the pandemic was all over the country doing the the Tilly Man Entertainment tour. Talk about yeah. the family. How's, how's it all coming together? How they how they how they went through the pandemic and all that good stuff. Just just talk about the journey that you and your husband are putting together in the future that y'all gonna have for us. Because we already know you got movies coming out, TV shows coming out, album the Overcomer coming out. What's coming out with you and your husband? I got to go back to the family core now. My daughter
4: uh, Tia, the youngest one, vocal produced me in the album. She had her hand. And everything, uh, and her her boyfriend, his name is Justin Pearson. They're actually sitting right here with me right now, <laughs> and it's amazing how they were able to help. They took a relief off of David Senior, and they were they stepped into the role, and I mean, they really stepped into the role to help me with this thing. And it's been incredible just to see her develop and and for her skills to come out. And for all of us to see that this hidden and fear that she's had, it's like, finally, she's stepping into herself and into her own. And, you know, even like everybody, you know, with my other daughter that works in the, in the company, Portia and then David Jr., everybody is finding their rightful place, which is causing the company to grow. And, you know, and I, I have to pray hard because once everything gets really smooth, the enemy tries to show his head. Right. And and it's like, of course, to try to bring discord and make try to mess things up. But he's doing his job. That's why I have to stay on my job praying. Mm-hmm. And we have to stay on our job in what we need to be doing and staying in our lane to make this thing grow. Because even as individuals, they have great talents of their own that oh. I really appreciate and thank God for mm-hmm. The Lord's stirring up, but I always tell them, you got to keep God as your base. If yes. you want to be blessed, this is how your mom and dad has been blessed. It's been the favor of God. It's been God keeping his hand on our lives. I, I can't take no credit for none of it. It's
2: all been God mm-hmm. using us and directing us. As you said. We well, you know, um, we laugh with her. Mm-hmm. We've seen her grow as a, a young lady, as a as a wife, as a mom. and uh, But a new CD, An Overcomer. Tamla Man has been more involved than ever in this songwriting, lending her input to nearly every track. Never has she been more creative with her vision, been more powerful, or her heart more open than this collection of poignant songs. The past few years, you've seen the physical setbacks. You've seen her overcome. You've seen her smile when she had pain in her, pain in her body. But what's never stopped me is, is telling you I love you, telling you I love your husband, and uh, thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations again. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you. This has been a joy today. You, you got you got me hyped up. <laughs> now, boy, I hope, I hope whoever's after you today is gonna be as hyped. Up. I know they're not.
1: Because you,
4: know, you 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 got your own you got your own vein. You're in the lane all by yourself. Thank you so much, Rashad. As as usual, you're a blessing to me and you're a blessing to our community. Thank you for sharing and bringing us some good information. Thank you so much. Cool.
0: We will be right back with more Money-Making Conversations with your host, Rashawn McDonald. You are now tuned into the Money-Making Conversations, Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald.
2: Hollywood super producer Will Packer has produced films that have earned more than $1 billion at the box office. Will Packer tells me why marketing his brand as a producer wasn't normal in Hollywood. Well, when I
4: came in as a producer, I knew how important it was to connect with an artist. That really started with my journey at FAMU, because I made my first film project, which was Chocolate City, while I was still a, an undergraduate at FAMU. I was a junior. We shot Chocolate City, this little bitty movie. And in order for that film to be successful, I had to go out to my audience, my core audience. And I realized I needed to go out and explain to that audience why they they should care about this
2: film. And that really started something that I still do to this day, which is going out and trying to touch people with every project that I have. If you want to hear this full interview with Will Packer, visit moneymakingconversation.com.
1: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles.
0: Welcome back to Money Making Conversations with your host, Rashawn McDonald.
2: My next guest is Alan Maldonado. I smile when I say that name. He's an actor, writer, director, and entrepreneur. Among his films and TV credits include Straight Outta Compton, Equalizer, Cake, Sony's Remake of the Superfly, the Netflix movie Project Power, the Netflix series Sneakerheads, the TVS TV series The Last OG, Blackish, You're the Worst, and many more. Now, that is the past. Now, this is what's coming up new. In the movies and on TV. Alan's starting in the new stars action packed series Heels. Plus, this fall he'll be starring in the Wonder Years reboot for ABC, the House Party movie reboot. And Psych3, this is Gus three quote movie for Peacock. Please welcome to Money Made Conversation. He's smiling, man, because I love talking (laughs) to my man, actor, writer, director, and entrepreneur. My man Alan Maldonado. How you doing, Alan?
5: I'm I'm excellent, man. Thank you so much. What an incredible intro. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> I'm over here listening liquid as you go down the list, like, oh man, I was on all that stuff. <laughs> I was
2: on it, but on the, but you know, some Allen, every time you come on the show, you know, like I said, man, uh, we've been having this relationship going on four years, you know. Uh uh, uh you know, and and just watching watching the growth of, cause we you know, cause we really started to talk about the entrepreneurship side of you what you were doing in Hollywood and how you was making a difference. And, and now it's being overwhelmed by your talents as an actor, which has always been out there, but it's now starting to be recognized on so many levels. How are you able to balance that? And are you, is being able to balance the acting, is it taking you away from the entrepreneurship side or you being in balance both?
5: Wow, man. Uh, I guess how, what's the best way to put it, put it all in perspective. Um, well, for me, I had to understand balance. I had to understand balance, as you know, in, in the last four years. And, you know, it's been it's been crazy. Uh, it's been, it's been in, in a good way. Um, God has given me everything I wanted. And it's one of those things where it's like, OK, this is what you've been asking for for years. Now go do something with it. Um, so just the balance between work and rest and relaxation has been the biggest uh, challenge and the biggest thing that I know is important. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, those four or five years where I was doing Blackish, Survivor's Remorse, You're the Worst, <laughs> all of these things simultaneously while writing and starring on other shows, uh, I burned myself out. I'm not going to lie. You know, so uh, after the quarantine, I really made it my business to make sure I have a, the proper balance between working and working extremely hard as I do and then finding time to get those breaks where either just a three-day vacation, a two-day vacation (laughs) or a daycare, whatever. Like I just have to be adamant just as focused and goal-driven for business and in acting success. I got to be just as uh, driven in my personal and self-care.
2: Absolutely, I'm talking to Alan. Alan I'm interviewing Alan Maldonado. I remember when he first came on Money Making Conversations. It was Survivor's Remorse, which yeah. is out of LeBron James's company. And then I brought him back. It was uh, it was uh, the last OG. Which was mm-hmm, Chasey Morgan. Mm-hmm. And then I brought him after that was Project Power on Netflix with uh and that's with uh, Jamie Foxx. And now mm-hmm. I'm bringing you back for a series. It's not just one, it's a series of things, which is really beautiful. And uh and, and let's talk about heels, you know, because on social media, you know, you let everybody know you got some fitness going on in your life, you know. I know he makes oh. me feel bad, but I, I'm all right, I'm older than him. So I don't take it personal. But if you're young like him, you might want to take it personal and not follow <laughs> 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 His feet sometimes, cause he's looking good. So finally, all that personal. So that's what I like about you, Alan. You know, you prepare for success. And we don't know where it's gonna come from. And because you're doing all that personal training, some people say, man, why are you doing all that work up? You know, what you going for? What you, and you just never know where your opportunities are going to come. And because of that, you are with additional training that they've given you, Are pretty much wasn't shocked by the request of this level of fitness physical fitness that they need for this series that's on stars called heels
5: yeah no i wasn't i wasn't shocked at all man um i had a i I, just a quick story as more of a testimony than anything um you know two years ago like i said i kind of burnt myself out and i had to recharge mentally physically spiritually and all those things And God put it on my heart to get stronger and uh, be more um, focused on my, you know, self-care and personal fitness. And in that conversation, uh, uh, he gave me the crazy notion to run marathons. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I began to run uh, training for marathons in Spain while I was shooting a film out there Mm -hmm. uh, called American Carnage. That'll be out, I think, next year as well. Um, It was, uh, I ran Four marathons in five months. I ran the New York Marathon, the Disney Marathon, the Miami Marathon, and the L.A. Marathon. Mm -hmm. And a week after I ran the March, the L.A. Marathon, which is my fourth marathon, uh, I booked hills. So it was one of those things where God told me to do something and get prepared for two years ago for an opportunity that came you know, later down the line. So uh it was just me meeting up with my blessings. Um, that's how this whole kind of fitness kind of journey began with that, you know, wholeheartedly. It was it was very selfish.
2: <laughs> uh, the selfishness that I respect because I always tell people, people look at me, they uh, you know, Rashawn, do you go to sleep? Because I, I always tell people, I'm I am i am never shocked by my opportunities because I'm always preparing for my opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt that about you when I'm talking to you because we have a good time, but we always I always see activity in your eyes, and your eyes tell me your brain's active, you know what I'm saying? Because you always this conversation is just one of many that's going that's happening in your life and supposed to happen in your life. Now, when I saw the show heels, know that I am a wrestling fan from the, from from elementary school, okay? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's how far back I go. And so the, the series Heels, when it was being advertised on stars, it, it has my man who, starred, who blew up in fame on the series Vikings. If you have not seen the series Vikings, please, it's an incredible series. And then also my man who starred in the series Arrow, which is on the CW platform. When I yeah, saw both of yeah. those guys, I went... I got to watch that, and then I start seeing the trailers, and then I guess who popped up one of my favorite people, Alan Maldonado. And guess what? You were sitting just like that with short sleeves, and your guns yeah. were popping too. Alan, <laughs> I said, "Oh, heck no! He's showing off."
5: <laughs> yeah, man. Now nah, working with those guys are incredible. I got—I must say that. Um, shout out to our showrunner, uh, Mike O'Malley. Uh, and just everybody has stars for collecting a group of actors that are extraordinary. Um, you know, it's a dream team and you you wake up as an artist and you dream of being surrounded by people that share your same passion, uh, your drive, your intensity to uh, be an artist and that's the cast of Heels and um, everybody down, even shout out to, you know, my uh, biggest bro, James Harrison, who I often tease. And I'm the little brother that he never asked for. But even with him being this, being his first series as an actor, he came and showed up and showed out as an elite athlete, prepared um, and given it his all. And that was It's an incredible environment, and that's what I'm excited for people to see, just all of these talented people come together, and we kind of just, you know, form the Avengers on screen. And It's it's just (laughs) beautiful. It's beautiful, man. I I can't wait for people to see it.
2: Now, when you say James Harrison, look at a little background on an incredible linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers who ran back that touchdown and, like, ran over, like, 15 people in the Super Bowl. And I play for a playoff the Super Bowl uh, for a touchdown. Nah, it was a Super Bowl. It was a Super, was a Super, Super, a Super yeah. Bowl.
5: I was there. He don't yeah. ever try to uh, claim that I was there with him. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him the rest of the day after. But he, he always—they always neglect me out of NFL history. But it's all my—that's all right, my, my, That's my Allen, because be you know he's a workout freak. That's one thing.
2: That's one thing for sure. If you think you can work out, Allen, hang around James Harrison because I had the I had the good fortune of meeting him when I was uh, with Steve Harvey on the Steve Harvey talk show. He did a talk show. And we sat down in my office, had a good conversation because he's a character. He's a character yeah. and he will tell you what's on his mind. If you, if you send a cross from him, Alan, we talk about James Harrison and you yeah. don't want the truth or some positive feedback that might become negative that you expect him to, what they say, uh, uh, hold back his words, you're talking, you're oh, not biting tongue at all.
5: No, not at all. No, not
2: he's at all. But, but that's the type of person because he's competitive. He's going to push you towards your greatness. When you're talking oh, about man. that, working, talk about working with or him, or
5: like working with him. I got, I got the chance to train with him for nine months. Yes. So while we were shooting Hills, it was uh, basically a part of our, it was a part of our contract to work out basically five days out of the week, even when we're shooting and when we're not shooting. So, uh, I took it upon myself to, you know, basically shadow him, uh, shadow him while he trained. So this is a 4, 4.15, wake up, 5 a.m. We in the gym and we training and we working for at least two hours um, every day, Monday through Saturday. And I did that with that man for nine months. And I learned. Uh, what it takes to be an elite athlete, the approach, the mental side of it all, the physical, the importance of recovery. Like I've learned so much from from him. Man. Um so like it was life changing to be able to have nine months to train with such an elite athlete and kind of just, you know, mimic and be inspired by his routine and and learn like, you know, as an actor, you 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 portray and you portray these type of characters. But to actually be next to one and befriend one and kind of pick his brain on how it all comes together was uh, just another blessing.
2: Now, when you're talking, let's let's talk about we're talking about we're talking with Alan Aldenau. We're going to talk about another project. But right now we're talking about the yeah. stars action drama called Heels. What's your role in it and uh, how do you interact with the other characters?
5: Uh, Rooster Robbins is the name. It's Rooster Time. He is the high-flying act of the show and of the Wrestling League. Um, We're part of this independent wrestling league in Duffy called DWL. I'm one of several wrestlers uh, on the show. Uh, And you kind of see me go through my growing pains. Uh, I'm a a vet, but I started off as a young prodigy. So you kind of see the frustration of Uh, In the eagerness to get to the next level in this series. It's a drama, so uh, I know people used to me being in comedies uh, as of late, but uh, I'm excited to be able to flex that and just remind people, like, you know, the last five years, people have known me for my comedy, but, you know, I've been doing this a long time, and, like, the first 10 years of my career, I did nothing but dramatic work. So uh, I'm excited to kind of flex that muscle and, and, and remind people that I can, you know, I'm all around.
2: Well, the, the special thing about that, when I watch Kevin Hart, you know, and him flex his uh, his his drama muscle and I watch you. But like I said, because you do so many different projects, that lets me know you can do this too. Because you're not, to me, pigeonholed as far as any of the roles that you play because they all are different. They all involve some research. Like this involves some research. But more importantly, I got to ask you the, the physicality of this particular role because of the fact that you know you see you know the friday night wrestling or the usa wrestling on friday on fox these guys coming off that turnbuckle hitting that hitting that floor talk about that training and how you were able to recover cuz you talk about recovering from things like that and then when you were doing the training process the, 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 the when you had to have the confidence that you would be all right when you finally hit the mat
5: Right. Well, you know, that's what the importance of the weight training and like stretching was something that I really grew to love while shooting the show. And again, working with James, like the importance of it. I never really stretched before like an idiot, but now it's it's a part of my routine where I got like 30 minutes Mm -hmm. uh, before and after every workout that I'm I'm stretching in the importance of that. So. With that being said, training and and all of the wrestling routines that we would learn, and we had a fantastic group of stunt doubles. Um, You know, I was blessed to be able to do most of my stunts. Uh, I was excited. I was that six-year-old kid (laughs) jumping off of couches, you know. So anytime they would ask me to do this ridiculous stunt, I always took a beat because grown Maldonado was like, nah man we might catch the injury on this like come on chill right six year old Mal was like what are you talking about this is what we dreamed of jumping out of a ring front flipping back rope back flipping off of top ropes back flipping on James Harrison jumping on jumping out of the ring flipping I said you know what I want to do it all and I want to experience what it feels like to be a real wrestler and wrestling is real it's predetermined yes. but it's real those 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 um hitting that hitting that uh canvas is real and it gets even realer after you get clotheslined seven times in a row by james harrison so um, <laughs> it, it, it definitely by nine by the ninth month of us filming this thing uh my body was it took it took a toll on my body. I was definitely needed a uh, in much need of a vacation.
2: hi everyone, Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that Smokey's only said,
5: "Only you
2: can
1: prevent wildfires."
0: But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when there are parched or windy conditions out there, you gotta be extra careful with things like burning yard waste. After all, wildfires can start anywhere, even in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour.
5: If you could find a way.
0: To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes.
5: Walk a mile in my shoes.
2: Walk a mile, a mile in, in my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: Walk a mile in my shoes.
2: You know, I'm really, I'm happy you're saying about wrestling is real because, you know, when you do, you do action scenes and movies, when you fight, and you can throw a punch. You know, you, when you if they shoot it at a certain angle, it looks like it made contact. But mm-hmm. wrestling plays itself in front of a live audience. So there has to be some degree of physical contact, Alan. That's what you're talking about. You know, yeah. so when, it, when that arm hits you, it actually is going to make contact with your body. It, mm-hmm. You know it's going to make contact, so you have to react to it so you won't make full contact and knock yourself out. So when you were going through that process, like you said, the the, the older version, of you said, whoa, whoa, I got another project coming up. I want to get up from this mat. The younger version said, hey, brother, You know, we've been waiting on this. We got to do it now. So when did you get confident that this is something you can do? I know you wanted to do it. Was it just talking to the uh, stunt doubles? Just uh, just sitting down and looking at the whole step-by-step process of walking it through that you went, okay, I'm cool with this. No, nah, it's
5: it's simple, man. I wouldn't let James outdo me. It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's really
5: bad. Uh, the, I, like for like for real, man. Like you know, James is is ridiculous, man. I love that dude. Like he's a, a a premier athlete. He's in there doing backflips and all this other stuff, and I'm just sitting there like. Man, I can't can't go out like that. Let me go ahead and do this backflip. So he definitely inspired me to take a lot of risks and challenges I probably wouldn't have done if he Mm -hmm. wasn't there, to be honest, just because we have uh, this healthy competition. Um, Well, not even that competition. Like I said, he inspires me to to train even harder uh, and do things better and, you know, (laughs) incorrectly. Because that was what a lot of things that he was doing and fixing Mm -hmm. were the things I was training um, but no, to be totally honest, I, 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 I keep it a buck. It was, I didn't want to, uh, let James outdo me by. Uh, backflipping and then me not me not backflipping myself as well. So it was it. it was one of those things. We kept pushing each other.
2: I love it. Now you know the uh the whole problem like the, the whole good thing about this whole show is that it's on stars. You one of the stars of the series It's called Heels that's premiering on the stars network. Now the great thing about it, whenever I talk to Alan Maldonado, it never stops at one conversation, y'all. <laughs> it's always what and it, the the great thing about it, you you hear people hype stuff. Well, you know, when you deadline.com, that's the variety. You know, he's on deadline.com. That's like the ultimate online digital shout out for something big in Hollywood. Now he's been in Deadline so much, because I get the alerts, so I be knowing about it. <laughs> Alan Baldadado, Ali Baldadado, Alan, Maldonado, Alan Maldonado. So my man. You got the Wonder Years Reboot. That's a Don Cheeto project for, my, for ABC. You got mm-hmm. the House Party move, move, movie reboot rebirth. That's through LeBron James's company. And that's the LeBron James we all know, just wrapped up Space Jam to number one movie in the country. Then you have mm-hmm. Psych 3. This is Gus. That's a 3 go for the Peacock Network. Let's start with the Wonder Years reboot. Your role, how you got involved in that, and uh that's on ABC.
5: Uh, that Wow. Uh, I play Coach Long. Um, uh, I'm also the father to um, the best friend of the show. Yes. Uh, so, um, How Wonder Years came about. Saladin Patterson is the showrunner. Shout out to Saladin. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible writer, incredible uh, person overall. Uh, I had uh, the honor of working with him in uh, the writer's room because he show ran Last O.G., so when the opportunity came where there was a a role uh that i suit i was suited for um he just reached out and um you know made the phone call and we worked it all out uh we had our prior you know working working relationship with the last o g and we worked so well together it was you know it was a no brainer um going in and just shout out to dole um who we also starred in the psych movie uh which spawned from how well we work together on wonder years and a wonder years pilot. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big believer in work gets you more work and that's how I've built my career of uh, just being consistent, being on time, being professional, Um, trying my best to supersede anyone's expectations of what they, uh, what they want out of whatever character I I deliver on screen. And uh, that's, how all of this stuff continues <laughs> to happen, man. I'm so, so I'm blessed and uh, I look forward to just continuing the consistent work ethic and just giving it my all as an artist, man. I really, I really, really, really love this acting thing. <laughs>
2: well, you know, see, not only, look, I, I don't want to shortchange yeah. though, Alan, you know, actor, writer, director, mm-hmm entrepreneur, you know, or in the writer's room with Blackish, you know, we all talk about this. So I, you know, sometimes I'm jealous of you because I was in the writer's room, but I couldn't act. So, you know, so you got me there. You know what I'm saying? I could tell jokes, but I couldn't act. So you still got me there. I could direct, but I couldn't act. So, you know, you always go top Rashawn McDonald.
3: But the blessing of it is
2: that What you talked about was relationships. And a lot of people don't understand that really is the value. And black actors now are starting to get relationships with people that look like us that Mm -hmm. are making phone calls. You know, used to be Spike Lee was the only black person that could make phone calls, you know. But now there are other black people in this business starting to make phone calls and becoming decision makers. And you're creating these relationships. And it's making you feel comfortable about the future and what you can do, not only as an actor, but as a writer and a director, because you want to bring your own projects to the screen, whether it's small or large. Correct.
5: Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, life is built off of relationships, not just, you know, entertainment. Uh, I think people lose sight that the real value on this uh, or this other world is the people um, mm-hmm. in your relationships. If everything went to dirt, um, we will be relying on each other's relationship to survive, whether like if this person hunt and this person caught fish or this person was good as a blacksmith all of these things um we had to depend more on uh with technology and the way society is built you're not really um measured by your talents or your natural talents rather um so people try to diminish your worth um so overall, man, I think relationships and being a good person and and respecting one another uh, will get you a very, very, very long way. Um, and I'm I'm happy to uh, have built a you know reputation of uh, being a stand up person and. Uh, professional at the end of the day. And really just, I'm just a cool dude, man. I like that. I, I do my work and go home, man. Well,
2: you do a lot of good work. I respect that. Now, you went back, now you're doing a movie that went back to my era, you know, House Party reboot. I, you know, that brought back some memories. And uh, the fact that you're involved with it, you know, uh, I believe Jacob Latimore from The Shy. is uh, is starring in a movie with you. Uh, Talk about that reboot. I know, you know, back then, uh, you know, a lot of comedians were involved in it. A lot of great comedy actors were involved in it. When that was approached to you, put on your docket... Talk about that experience. Like you said, you have a past relationship, working relationship with LeBron James on mm-hmm. Survivor's Remorse. And that's what I love about you whenever we talk, you have a clear understanding that, like we talked about a few minutes ago, relationships build opportunity. And on that opportunity, you still have to deliver the work. And you don't you don't fall back on, I just, that's my boy, he's gonna take care of me. You go in there with the mindset that I still have to deliver in order to get the next opportunity from my boy or from my girl, correct?
5: Mm -hmm. That is correct, man. Um, I think people, uh, and that's the respect aspect of it all. Just because you're, you know, friends or you're closer to one person versus the next doesn't mean you lose respect for your craft or your job or what they have hired you for. And a lot of times we do do that. And it's disrespectful to whoever your friend is. (laughs) It's like, man, Mm -hmm. that's something separate. Like I hired you to do something. But Mm -hmm. uh, House Party... Is, 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 is one of those IPs or, you know, classics that to be a part of this new version and this new creation of it, as you know, you know, people tend to think of reboots as sequels yes. and that's not really what it is. The reboot It's a different version of this similar world, this coming of age story that we got to experience that impacted the culture in such a way in the early 90s that, you know, has transferred to to now which is almost 30 years um shout out to reggie uh who directed the first one who's um you know the mind and the, the creation the brilliance behind the first one he's a part of the reboot as well as an executive producer so we're
3: in good hands with lebron
5: <laughs> uh Shout out to Chuck, our director. Um, you know, we 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 looking in and we're determined to put something very very funny on screen that yeah, we well,
2: will be funny. Hopefully,
5: yeah, that you know people will enjoy at the end of the day, and that's all that matters.
2: You know, before I go, I, I I'll, I'll be remiss. I, I kind of mentioned their names a little bit. We talked a lot about James co-starring with you in the Stars mm-hmm. series, heels, but you have two leads in there. As I mentioned, starred in the series Viking series and also starred in the Arrow series. Can you talk about their, their talents and working with their talents, and how oh. how they just incredibly gifted young men and nice people as well?
5: Oh man, Stephen Emil, uh and Alexander—they're um, they're pure professionals, man. I love sharing the screen with them. Some of some of my uh, favorite scenes in the series are with them. Um, some, some really good dramatic work, uh, and just lions, man. Like we got a, we got a den for the lions and Stephen Emile is the captain of the ship, man. Uh, and second up is, is Xander and they, they set the tone. Um, you know, there's scenes I've seen with scenes where Xander's throwing chairs and all type of crazy stuff. I love it. I love it. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful You know, sort of dance that you get to witness up Mm -hmm. close and personal when you when you get to work with phenomenal actors such as such as them, man, and and along with the entire guy Chris Bow. Like shout out to Chris, Uh, he plays Wild Bill on the show. Everybody's gonna be in love with with Wild (laughs) Bill on the show. Um, Chris is uh, hands down one of my favorite actors to watch work. Just witness, Mm -hmm. Um, he's such a pure artist. Uh, and every time, every second, uh, and every frame that you see him in, it's something special, and you go get something unique. So I'm telling you, it's the whole cast <laughs> is incredible, and it, they, oh my god, like I just can't wait.
2: Well, before I want to end on a personal note, uh, we will. I'm recording this interview via Zoom, and in the mm. background, I see some uh, tributes to Kobe Bryant. And uh, in order to see the images that I'm seeing, obviously he had an impact on you. If you just And his death, unfortunately, uh, allowed me to see, I only knew Kobe Bryant, the basketball star, you know, mm. kind of knew about him as Kobe Bryant, the father. But afterwards, I realized how he took the time to impact so many people. And I see images of him uh, on the, your back wall there. Talk about why that's important that you have that on your back wall and Kobe Bryant and why he has an impact in your life
5: uh he you know mama mentality is is the gospel <laughs> it's, the,
1: it's
5: the uh you know uh a way of life over here for me man just that type of uh dedication and that obsession to what you love and to your craft you know just the phrases you know uh different animals same beasts like these are things that Ringing in my head daily when, whenever I'm in pursuit or whatever goal, whether it be fitness, mental, personal, spiritually, like there is no no's, there's only yeses. <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh, and it's a, a lot inspired by, you know, Kobe watching him work, watching this, watching his, in uh, his rise, his struggles, his wins, his losses, mm-hmm. um, and just his perseverance and his legendary work ethic is what. Uh, you hear about and only this is gonna. The legend is only gonna grow as the stories continue to go, even in his passing. So, uh, Kobe personally means a lot. I'm an LA kid as well, so <laughs> um, we we watched him grow, and you know, to see him pass in the manner that he did was just so traumatic, and um. It's impacted everyone, you know. Definitely condolences to his wife and the kids. Like, we can only imagine how they feel. Mm -hmm. It being that we felt so heartbroken, even though we and me personally, I didn't know him personally at all. So, uh, just an incredible human being, incredible inspiration. So, um, you know, he's definitely at the top of my Mount Rushmore as far as inspiration. I
2: appreciate it. As always, I appreciate it, Alan. We, are, we will definitely be seeing you again. I saw you about to, in Spain, you kind of threw out that other movie project that's coming out next year. So we'll be talking next year. It's always appreciate. I always appreciate you, man. Again, I'll be watching TV with your face on it a lot this fall. Keep getting those blessings with God and doing what God has asked you to do. Man, thank hard. you, brother.
5: It's always love and always a great conversation with you, man. <laughs> appreciate you,
0: brother.
2: All right. If you want to hear any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, or see them, please go to MoneyMakingConversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.
0: Please remember, always lead with your gifts and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald.
2: Rodney Scott is the barbecue pitmaster, James Beard award-winning chef and founder of Rodney Scott's whole hog barbecue. He has operating restaurants in South Carolina and in Alabama. He has turned barbecuing into a multi-million dollar
3: business. I am trying to take over the world. I'm trying to spread the love everywhere. Because mm-hmm. whenever you find a barbecue, you find people in a good mood, people having a party, people enjoying themselves. So I was like, why not spread this love all over the world as far as we can? You know right. if it if it's me, it's absolutely great. If it's somebody else, it's it's just as good. Mm-hmm. You know, let's 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 put it in as many places as we can. And every time I think about, should I do it in this state? Should I try it in that state? And I, I say to myself, why not? Just, just let's do it. Mm-hmm. And, and my goal is to spread this love, this Rodney Scott whole hog love all over the world.
2: If you want to hear my full interview with Rodney Scott, visit moneymakingconversation.com. Keep winning.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture. And in the spirit of giving, Kohl's Cares is donating $8 million to local nonprofits nationwide. Give with all your heart this season with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
2: We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
3: Hey, what's up? It's your man Carlos Miller of the 85 South Show. Do me a favor make sure you check out The Black Market, hosted by me, only on the 85 South Show feed. Subscribe to the 85 South Show to hear and tune in to The Black Market. Hear amazing interviews with entrepreneurs, creatives, and thought leaders people who are doing amazing things in the black community. Listen to The Black Market on iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.